Welcome back to another episode of Theory Pre-Med. I'm excited to say we finally hit 900 listeners what? on... No what show. was well, it? Listens. Listens. What, what, what? I wish we had 900 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> okay, so Theory Pre-Med is a podcast following the journey of three pre-med students, Mo, Todd, and Nathan. Nathan's a beautiful person right there. Todd right hey, there. And I'm me. not beautiful. You are beautiful. You're handsome. We bro. all are. <laughs> uh. So we talk about our past and experiences as we bring on guests like Michelle and Brianna today. Hi. <laughs> to connect pre-meds around the world. We're here to give you the students perspective. And as always, thank you to Chapman Radio for giving us the opportunity and the space to record our episodes. So first, before we get into the pre-game. Pre-game. Uh, <laughs> Pre-game. Yeah, we pregame. We yeah. pregame. We pregame. We didn't tell you about this. Yeah. Oh. I pre-med drink pregame. water. Well, you have to find out. <laughs> I drink water before this. Well, oh you have to find out what the pregame is. Dude, I'm sweating. Um, so, Michelle, <laughs> in the green sweater, say hi. Hi. They could see you on camera. Oh, okay. We oh. have our new TikTok and YouTubes right there. This is the yeah, camera. That's the, the camera. camera. It's a 360 oh. degree camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it records what? us all at uh, once. Yep. And we have Brianna in the gray sweater to so say hi. Hi. So who Where wants to introduce to themselves? Anywhere. They record oh, you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So introduce yourselves. Tell <laughs> us more first? about yourself. You go first. All right. Hi, I'm Michelle. Um, <laughs> I'm a senior. Um, I'm studying applied human physiology. And um, I guess my goals as like a pre-med student is I want to be a pediatrician. Uh, in the future, and a fun fact. Do you want to do a fun fact? Why sure. not? Yeah. Uh, Go for it. I eat muffins upside down because I think the muffin top <laughs> is the best part. <laughs> wow, okay. that's that's a fun fact. You know, I think that's actually how you're supposed to eat it, though. Well, I think I, I read something. <laughs> no. no, no, because I don't think. No, what you're supposed that's to like do. It's like reading a book from the bottom no, no. to the top. <laughs> reading no, it backwards. What, what you're supposed to do is just whenever a muffin or like a cupcake has. Frosting on top, but a muffin doesn't have. Frosting. Okay, but I'm just saying in general. Same thing. They look the same. Oh my god! No. Oh guys, okay. as a, podcast as a over. That, I'm offended. They're podcast not the same over. thing. No, because you have the frosting on top. You you split it in half, put them on top of each other oh, like, like I've a sandwich. Seen that. I've seen, I've seen that. that. Yeah. I don't now do you're that. Agreeing. But I don't do that. What? Muffins. muffins don't have frosting, That's and they're like made differently. You, you can put frosting on there. But like muffins no, are more. No, but then if you put let Brianna on it, introduce it's a herself. Yeah. <laughs> let Brianna introduce herself. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just passionate about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Okay. Um, hi everyone. I'm Brianna. I'm also a senior. Swag. Um, health sciences major with a psych minor, um, and my aspirations are to be a physician considering anesthesiology. That's good. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So how do we know them? So how do we how know do you? We meet? That's actually, I, I think. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I well, met Nathan a yeah. year ago. Exactly a year ago. Because we <laughs> yeah. both had Bio 208 together. That's right. We um, had Bio 208 lab together. and. Oh, yeah. And we had lecture, too. And lecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. We had a really great professor. Oh, and Max Struhl was yep, the best. And uh, <laughs> we... We we called ourselves uh, like his bacteria or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> we, drew we drew ourselves in like Bio 208 lab. We drew ourselves as an E. coli cell. Yes, like, E. coli. Like we yes. designed ourselves as like gave ourselves the whole characteristic, the whole drip. Like right. tripped ourselves out as E. coli cells, and we also mm-hmm. called ourselves like the top ten, like oh really of the class. Because oh yeah. yeah. There was only 10. Yeah, I don't mm. know if I was supposed to say that so part, guys, but like there's so many, pe- so so many, many people, people dropped, dropped yeah. out. <laughs> so <laughs> like we, it was down to like a, a handful of people. It, was, so. it literally went from like 18 students to 10. But we had a great time with it. So Michelle and I got to know each other yeah. through that. So that was good. Our homies. Yeah. Our and we know Brianna because she's our uh, our AMSA president. <gasps> yeah. El Presidente. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did we meet? I don't even know how we I, I think I think it was through Todd. A sign meeting? 
Was it? No shot. That's no how way. I met you. Yeah. At an SI meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really? Our SI monthly meetings. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Uh, yeah, the Thursday. That's right. It's not going to be yeah. set at 7 a.m. anymore, guys. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? All right. I don't know how I met you. I don't know. Do, do you remember how we remember met? How Probably Keck. Keck. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, Keck. No, we are the faces just of Keck. Always <laughs> around. We're the faces. No, but I, I, I think that's like one of the cool things about Keck is like whenever you're walking through, you can like meet so many people because everyone knows each other. That's true. That's like true. there's no, there's never a time where there you walk through. There are no through. tables in there yeah. too. Or you just see the same people like oh, every yeah, single yeah, day. That's yeah, that's also that. that. <laughs> so eventually, you just start like knowing everyone. But it's so there's, there's a segment that we recently introduced to Theory Premed. It is called the pregame. The premed pregame. The premed pregame. So during the pre <laughs> during the premed pregame, um, yeah. we don't drink, we don't party, we talk about what we've learned during this week. So pick a class oh, and tell us one thing that you've learned about it this week. You, For you guys, it doesn't like, have to be bio. this. No, I was gonna week. say, oh no, no, no. Can we tag team Cancer Bio Do for it. angiogenesis? All right. Okay, yeah. You want to talk to you about that? Okay. So something we learned (laughs) (laughs) this week in Cancer Bio was the concept of angiogenesis. So what is angiogenesis? Angiogenesis is the process of new blood vessel formation. Yes. Um, And it's, I guess it was like topic of conversation in that class because this was like a new approach of like how to treat cancer. So like tumor cells, right? Um, Typically, researchers would just target the tumor itself. Whereas, I forgot his name, but his last name is Folkman. Folkman, <laughs> Folkman is his last name. We watched name a really cool to documentary him, with to credit him, him. Yeah. And so his perspective of like treating cancer was to actually learn how tumors supply nutrients to themselves. And a way they do that is through angiogenesis, and which is creating new blood vessels. So tumors are secreting this chemical uh-huh. that attract, I don't know, like... It, they secrete <laughs> these factors that cause blood vessels to grow towards the tumor so that the tumor cells can like use the nutrients from the blood vessels like oxygen to like for like cell proliferation yeah. so it basically gives them nutrients and food to like keep on yeah. metastasizing and stuff like that blood vessels cool. go crazy yeah. they go crazy, they go I remember crazy. That, I remember that's a real free game they go crazy <laughs> yeah i'm We're pretty sure i talked it. about this in ap bio where it was like angiogenesis yeah except yeah, yeah. it was they just called it like recruitment of blood vessels yeah, yeah. Mm. So, that's basically know. what it is that's yeah they yeah. go crazy yeah <laughs> that's cool. right. we're gonna be in cancer bio Next next year, yeah. all three of us are taking kind of it. So. Yeah. We were talking to Dr. RG about it today, and she was telling That's us about why that you one guys were surgeon. There for so long. Yeah. Oh, no. Dr. Fergus? <laughs> the, the young surgeon, he yeah. runs a 5K. He's so real. He's yes. So real. We yeah. met him so last, what was it, Sunday? Last Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it was, he was really cool. Okay. Really cool guy. I'm excited about it. So, Nathan, what did you learn? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I learned something in biochem. I learned that the rate of. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you learned something in biochem? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We're all in biochem, by the way, except, except Brianna. Brianna's she been done with it. that. Yeah. yeah. So like amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> I learned the, about the rate of enzyme and substrate reactions is controlled by the concentration of the substrate. I'm That's so glad you it. picked that up today wow. because I was not listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was very weird today. It's a little cool. complicated. I, th- I think what makes it difficult is that you have to make so many assumptions to it to really mm-hmm. make it make sense. But once you kind of get it down, it, it, it does make sense. Yeah. 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 And I think just st- sticking after class and talking to her helped with that yeah. a little bit. So what did you learn? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, I we're going down the line. Or I can go. Okay, no, I can go. It's I can okay. Go. I can go. I can go. Um, so, I <laughs> 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 so I learned something in ComSci t- um, this week. So. 
Why are we hating on Comsci? I'm not hating on Comsci. <laughs> no, but I think a lot of so right now what we're learning in Comsci is really efficiency because there's so many different ways to write a code, and you're gonna get the result like whatever result you're trying to get um, in di- different ways. But the thing is like I obviously want to code and I want to make my code beautiful in a sense where if someone's able to look at it, they're able to understand it pretty well the first time they except me. Yeah, I would not understand it, but I would be like, it just looks no, good. Because, no, because <laughs> yeah. Python is very like straightforward you say like if you want it to like say something you say print this if you want it to like add up something some blah blah, blah. so uh, it's very straightforward mm. for python which makes it very easy to learn but that also gives you the ability to do things in so many different ways uh, and that was like something i was struggling with because like obviously i'm beginning beginner with it and i was i was doing all this coding and for example we had an assignment i think it was assignment four and yeah you guys know about assignment four <laughs> um and the thing is like my code was thousand something lines and I, I showed it to you guys but now that i'm learning so much more about like different coding pathways and st- things like that i could have easily done that code in like 200 lines oh, and so that's one tough. that saves a lot of time mm. and all that so like looking back it's just more of like oh, i, I want to go back and just change the code because like <laughs> it's my work in a way and but it, I, at least i was still able to get full credit for it and i talked to her about it she was like yeah i mean like you guys are learning and like everyone's gonna do it a different way and at the end of the day it's like as long as it works it works so efficiency that's yeah. fire yeah so that's fire. try whenever you're, if you're learning comp sci try to be as efficient as possible but if you can't there's always room to improve i don't hate on cs majors by the way <laughs> no respect to comp sci majors yeah I couldn't no do comment it. it's fun <laughs> oh wow. Wow. i'm just kidding wow. <laughs> guys i love comp sci wow <laughs> <laughs> okay he has a Mac. Uh, well i can't really talk about biochem because i would have said the same thing oh. as nathan um, you didn't learn anything else this week? <laughs> I don't know. Three lectures Honestly, a week. Okay, no, okay. We, we had a test. Yeah, we had a on test on Monday. Oh, okay, okay. We we learned so that Z- Zymos will be on the test. Zymos. <laughs> yeah, well, don't even. Do I'll, I'll talk about our uh, little sociology uh, class so, uh, <laughs> on Monday. Unit? Sociology one hundred and one. Oh, okay, that was a fun oh. class. And what mm-hmm. I learned was that um, some people rank restaurants like burgers from restaurants differently than others. Wow. Oh, right. like Give a ranking scale, like a different ranking scale. Is that where you're at? Bas- yeah. Ba- yeah. Well, I mean, basically, I don't even. I don't think it's like a concept, really. Okay. I, we just talked. We were talking about burgers for an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and, we, and basically, <laughs> Wait, the, no shot. Yeah, our professor. Hour. I heard about. That. Yeah, our professor kept like saying, "Oh, okay, X restaurant, X or Y restaurant," mm-hmm. and then people would be like, "Is it good or bad?" Basically, and then we did that for an hour and a half, and some people um, choose to rate restaurants based like restaurants for burgers based on um their fries for example oh like, what not burgers <laughs> yeah oh. so oh. No, the best part uh, is wrong is someone, yeah. no someone someone had the audacity to rate a burger place based on its- al- although they don't eat beef yeah, they, they rated the burger <laughs> what, place. <other> veggie burgers? <laughs> no, like... They rated the burgers based on their grilled cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> actually, one of my friends goes to In-N-Out and gets the grilled cheese there. But, uh, <laughs> no offense, no offense, people get grilled cheeses. You know, we respect. We everyone, respect but, vegetarians. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I turned to Mo and I was like, "This is like the same thing as going to a movie theater and rating it when you go to watch a TV show. Yeah, like, it's like, like, like watching, it's like watching a TV show in a movie theater." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Popcorn and not the movies. But, you know, good. all due respect to cheeseburger or to grilled cheese I'm lovers because I, I was that at one time. <laughs> I but think I, I think the but... objective. What did you learn? 
Like, oh, the no, rating scale. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the goal of that entire so thing was to kind of understand that there's, like, whenever someone is rating something or has an opinion on something, there's so many different factors that go into it. Yeah. Like, for example, like, some people don't eat beef, right? Yeah. But then they go and rate it according to the other things on the menu. Some people care more about the appearance. Some people care more about the price <laughs> and what you're getting out of it. And oh, I think, and the service, too. Yeah, service. For example, True. in and out right? Mm. They're obviously not better than five guys right but if you're looking at like that's pricing, wow well, i was gonna obviously? say okay gonna say but five guys it, has good fries no but like they, ha- they have see, she's they have good based fries. on the fries mm. exactly you see that everyone's different point. everyone's different. It, it comes down to, yeah, there's so many things that factor into it like for me the reason fi- uh, in and out is better than five guys is because the price and what you're getting for it you know True. but when it goes to five guys if you're going to pure flavor five guys 10 out of 10 times they use peanut oil I'm not allergic to oh, okay. peanuts. Well, I'm not allergic to it. The only I'm thing I'm allergic to is cockroaches. So, yeah. Oh, the way my jaw dropped as <laughs> if it was like <laughs> a genuine thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so time for the episode. <gasps> the real episode. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed the, the pregame. That was the pregame. <laughs> yeah, that was the pregame. <laughs> that was yeah. yeah. kind of fun. Do you guys feel yeah, hype like now? That. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> that was goofy. <laughs> okay. So first thing is, um, I want to just touch up on, I feel like this is something that helps a lot of people who are coming in from high school into college it's what really sets you onto the pre-health just in general like like obviously you guys are pre pre, like med but just pre-health in general what's what what was what was it about pre-health that really lured you into doing it uh because it is a big commitment and for the next four years of your college that's going to be a lot of what you're doing and it's very time consuming so what really put you to it what made it worth it um tell us about that what inspired you? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, do you want like the obvious answer? Anything. Or, like, yeah. Be real. <laughs> yeah, be real. <laughs> I did my be real already. I was gonna do it here, but then I was like, oh, I wouldn't. I would be fake. So uh, yeah, I already did. Fake. I already did it. Um, I mean, I feel like the I don't want to say obvious answer, but a more common answer you guys would receive is, oh, I like science. I like helping people. Um, and like, don't get me wrong, that is still part of the reason why I am pre-med you know like I do enjoy what I'm learning I think it's very interesting um and I can see myself doing something with it either like contributing with it or just being part of it um and then the whole like aspect of I want to serve my community I'm a people person you guys already know that like you can see it now in this podcast you walk Um, around CAC and you just hear Michelle like (laughs) yeah like I'm very much a people person and I think it just suits my personality um to serve my community uh, in any way I can. Totally. That's yeah, awesome. I think for me too, um, definitely the first draw initially was like, just I love science. Like I know that this is like the subject that I'm passionate about. And I, regardless of whether it's clinical or research, I always find myself like enjoying doing it. Um, but the reason why I wanted to go pre-health specifically was really the patient aspect, um, like volunteering at the hospital and having relatives who have gone through numerous different health issues Um, just really pushed me to go into this field and I just love like being able to interact with patients and hear everyone's story and see how like everyone is different and all of that so true Um, so true yeah no I think I mean a lot of the time where you're going to medicine you obviously need to care about people you you're gonna want to be be there to serve the people but there has to be a more underlying reason that's really pushing you because there's so many different things that you could do that you would be helping people. And I think a great example of that is I was talking to a doctor about this. I was shadowing and he was like, you could become a coach and you're helping kids. 
like every day you're you're coaching them through their childhood and you're helping them build character that's a way you could help but there has to be something that's very specialized in that medical field that has to drive you through it and mm. i think that brings me to the question is where are you guys in your journey now <sighs> First? Oh gosh, that is a big <laughs> that's question. A loaded, to that's a loaded question. I feel like that was prompted in like your Google Forms, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. We come prepared. I literally okay, for everyone in the podcast, they send them they send their their <laughs> guests a Google form of like what to discuss on the podcast. They're sorry sorry if I'm leaking something. But um Yo, cut send, cut it in the post behind <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> they sent this to Brianna and me, and I literally filled it out like minutes before I fell asleep. So you know how like your late night thoughts just get the best of you? No, that's, that's why probably my, a good thing. That's why my responses were so goofy. Oh. <laughs> that's fine. It makes it funnier And they were real. Episode. You know, they were my yeah. raw thoughts. But um, where I am, like I was very honest in those. Um, where I am in my journey, I feel like I was actually, sorry, I, didn't, I need to figure out something. <laughs> but um, I, I was actually talking about this with one of my friends today because I got lunch with him. No, and I was saying, I was saying um, how I kind of feel, wow, this is deep. I kind of feel a little inferior um, compared to a lot of pre-meds. I'm I'm just going to like narrow it down specifically at Chapman because like looking around this room, y'all are so successful. Um, Y'all are doing your own thing. Says a person who came into biochem already knowing like all the amino acids (laughs) in the game. That's a different, that's a different thing. Like we all have different walks of life, but I think where I am right now, I just feel like so behind and I know a lot of us feel that way too because we're so like stuck on that, um, that idea of like, I need to one up someone like I not not saying like I'm better than you, but you just want to prove it to yourself that you can be the best. And right now I just like so many like life has just shown like thrown so many punches at me, especially like I know you three know. I know you haven't because I haven't had the chance to talk to you, but life has just thrown me so many hits and I'm exhausted. Mm. Um, And I think it's been giving me a lot of doubt. That's kind of where I am right now. Like all throughout high school and early college, I was so stuck on this path of like, you know, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a pediatrician. (laughs) That's the only thing I'm ever going to be. And it wasn't until I transferred to Chapman where I was like, damn, maybe I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not freaking chicken. Maybe I'm not going to be a doctor. (laughs) Um, and that's that's kind of scary. So right now I'm experiencing a lot of self doubt and a lot of lack of confidence. Okay, and that's totally okay. I feel that. Yeah, I d- yeah. I definitely think, or I'll say that I don't think that you're alone, like by far, yeah. by, yeah. by any means, oh because gosh. I think even all all three of us, everyone feels like they have to vie for the top position. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like everyone feels the need to be better than other people to be the best, even if that's not really the case that you know that we have to actually be the top person because yeah. that doesn't. You know, one person only takes one seat at one school, you know, and I think, you know, that's something that I have also like thought a lot about and mm-hmm. I felt a lot too. And so you're not alone. I think even <laughs> even people who you might consider the most like successful, quote unquote, definitely still probably feel that way too. I will say yeah. <laughs> I recently changed my Instagram bio. And I changed it to catalytic character with the winner mentality. (laughs) (laughs) Biochem is really getting to you. I like, but like I added, because catalytic character was always there. And I recently added winner mentality because I was like, I'm a top dog. Like I'm I'm, I'm the best, bro. (laughs) It was just to feed my ego. 
Dang. Yeah. Sometimes you just Love need that. it. Yeah. I mean, it's part of and it. it needs to come from yourself. Like yeah. the whole yeah. lack of confidence thing. Like so, no offense. Like you guys cannot help me with that. That yeah. is strictly <laughs> on me to no, develop. No, but it, yeah, it seems like you're doing things to improve it, and you know, uh, you'll you'll get out of this. This is like I guess in your journey, kind of like a lower point, but you'll yeah, you'll you'll reach sure. out. You'll yeah. reach out easily. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that you have to learn throughout your med your pre med journey. Because I honestly think. That's like the number one toxic pre-med trait is that we compare ourselves to everyone and feel pressured to be number one, which I think it's a double-edged sword. Like, Dude, it's for dangerous. us, it's it's good in the way that it drives us to, it pushes us to be the best, but at the same time, it's so dangerous for your own mental health mm-hmm. because it just, like, it could really, like, plummet <laughs> your self-esteem, you know? And I think everyone go th- goes through that, especially um, in the underclassmen years. But I think for me personally, like, I finally kind of reached a place where I have accepted, like, I'm not going to keep comparing myself to other people because mm-hmm. I think that for me, it just, like, brings me down. Um, it hurts. And, yeah, and you just have to be confident in yourself. Like, know yeah. that you have the capability to achieve your goals. Um, and, yeah, like, it's I don't ironic. know. That's where I'm at right now. It's ironic when you guys hear me say that I lack confidence, huh? I don't a think. Bit. I think, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I kind of relate to it. I mean, yeah. I think I think we all feel that way at least to some degree at some point i think part of the reason to it is because like when you're on that pre-med journey there's just so much that's kind of expected from you by all the different schools and like programs that you're constantly pressured to do all those things right and it's really easy to fall into that checklist but then you're you're aware of that so then you try branching out and that's where you start getting overwhelmed by the amount of things that you're part of and I was talking to someone about this yesterday who was more in the biomedical wow. type, type of industry. Type and, <laughs> and she was telling me, she was like, I was on the, pre-med, on the pre-med path, but then the second I stepped out of that kind of like mentality where I needed to, to do all these requirements and started experiencing different things, I was able to see that maybe pre-med wasn't the thing for me and I really wanted to do something that's connected to medicine, uh-huh. but kind of more on the application or like development type mm-hmm. area. Um, and I'm not saying like don't go for medicine. I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's okay as a as a pre med to explore more than what's really shown to you. And because a lot of the time, I remember when I first came in as as a pre med freshman year, I was like cardiology. I needed to do cardi- <laughs> or like you know like neuroscience, whatever. Yeah. But the more you kind of get involved in like the clinical field, you find out there's so many different players, and that medicine is so much broader than yeah. you really get to see. It's true. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it just comes to like hey, what you need to do is, yeah, shoot for the stars, right? And, and But wherever you land, you land, and there's going to be a spot for you there. That's true. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I think that goes to show, like, we're all, I, I'm pressured by being a pre-med and, like, all the yeah. requirements. And no matter what you do, you're always going to feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, use that energy to drive you forward mm-hmm. and really put your best foot forward. Mo, mm-hmm. do you have haters? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, two, three days ago, do we want to talk about Michelle? Oh, and, no, never yeah. mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I think it... I forgot. I think it, <laughs> yeah. Michelle was hating on me three I days totally ago. I totally forgot oh, about dang. I need to tell you about that. <laughs> I do not know about that. Brianna does not know. I don't think Nathan knows. No. Todd knows because well, I told him. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, it like, is funny. Like, she told me and I knew how <laughs> I knew how it would turn out. Um, but, yeah, maybe... What about you guys? Where are you in your, your journeys? Oh, well. uh, I guess uh, I could I could go, um, Michelle. I, I think um, I I've experienced a lot of like what you have, like the non confidence, uh, the like not sure about medicine. Uh, but I think 
maybe my, my low point happened maybe about a semester or, or two ago. And, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm steadily rising to the incline. I, I'm steadily rising to the top. Uh, not there yet, though. Not there yet. Thanks, <laughs> it's Mo. It's all uphill. Uh, but I'm doing so much more now than I've ever I've ever done before, and uh, slowly and surely building my resume and working, building confidence, working my way up as a pre med, uh, and I, I think that's that's about where I am mm-hmm. at the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I wanted to also say that I think there's a, a big difference between being extremely extroverted. This is something that I've like kind of dealt with myself. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a difference between extroversion and your inner confidence because what oh, yeah, yeah yeah what you what you show on the outside is different when the yeah. than what you're actually feeling it's the uh, idea of like fake it till you make it yeah exactly yeah. so i mean it, it it is important to like you know take it in you know kind of understand yourself and where you're at and build the confidence that way um but it's also i you're you're extremely extroverted michelle <laughs> and uh and me too and, and i think yeah. we all are in some ways most ways. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I think, I think uh, once, once you build that confidence behind it, it becomes like another, another layer yeah. onto it. One yeah. step at a time. This yeah. really makes me wonder if there's anyone who like, is like super quiet, but like who like doesn't seem like they're confident at all, but then in their head, they're like, the oh yeah. Ego. Like, I'm, I'm so <laughs> much better than ego. you. Like, I think like, there you're might so be, dumb. bro. There yeah. definitely is <laughs> there's people gotta like be that. People it's like the that. Yes, mentality, for I'm sure. telling yeah. you. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about your journeys or go um, back to Brianna a little well, bit? For me, I feel like I feel like this problem of like. What? I'll be on recording, so we'll, we'll make a compilation of it. <laughs> That's gonna be the bloopers. Keep going, keep going Todd. Uh, let's, let's start the episode with that. <laughs> keep going. I feel like this a lot of like the competition or like this what we talk like what we are, are talking about about this you know so lack, like lack of self-confidence i think it really stems from the fact that you know there are so many things so many different things that people can do to get into med school and none of them will guarantee you a spot yeah. and the fact that there's yeah. so many different possibilities that you can undertake but all they can do at most is increase like your chances quote unquote and i think that the problem like not really the problem but like the issue that people can sort of face with that is the fact that if I'm doing like a billion different things and someone else is doing like 10 different things and one thing that I'm not doing, then you're like, oh man, should I be, should I be doing that? Uh, like, you know, and I think yeah. that that's where a lot yeah. of this like self-doubt comes from where it's like, if I'm not everything this person is plus like five, then like, yeah. it's just yeah. like, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? And I think that that's where a lot of these sort of issues kind of can stem from. And that comes back to the fact that confidence does have to come from from yourself, from yeah. who yeah. you and are. And from experience. Yeah, and knowing that, okay, you know, I'm not doing a trillion things, but, like, but I'm a good person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like and some things you kind of just have to be, you know, happy with. And, yeah, and that kind of relates to where I feel like I am. Um, for, I think, for a long time uh, in freshman and sophomore year, I was like, okay, got to add this, got to do this, got to oh, do this, got to keep, like, adding these different things. And I told my mom this one time about how uh, I viewed the uh, like pre-medness. And I was <laughs> like, pre-medness. And I was like, okay. an adjective now. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, Pre-medly. okay, there are, Adverb. you know, every Adverb. single, every single thing that you do is like a point, right? So let's say like the big three things, like community volunteering, hospital volunteering, or clinical mm-hmm. hours, and then research, like that makes a triangle. 
right? And then there's other things. The geometry. There's like what kind of triangle? Just (laughs) (laughs) an equilateral triangle. An equilateral, and then like. I, that's what I guessed. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Non-obtuse. And then things I'm glad like, you guys clarified that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then things like being in a club is like makes it a square, right? Because that's one more point. Oh, and then you oh. have like being like an SI is like a pentagon. And you keep adding points. <laughs> and you keep adding points. And the more points that you add, the more circular it gets. And so that way you become a oh. well-rounded. Oh, 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 that was good. That was good. That was so loud. Broken to left. (laughs) That was a really good like way to really. That's what I told my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and his mom was like, "What's happening?" She probably said something. Oh, that's great. Something like that. I don't know. But she laugh at you too, uh, or did she not get the analogy? I think she understands, but she was like, "I have better things to do." (laughs) (laughs) No, but. Uh, basically, I was in this whole phase of like, okay, gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this, basically. And then now I'm kind of like, you know what? I have like so many things like on my plate, and it's like it's time to start eating, you know? Oh, and plates are around. He's hungry. Yeah, it all connects. But yeah, but basically now I feel like I've kind of accepted that things are like this is kind of like who I am, and like these are things that I enjoy doing. So now I kind of just want to stick with these and just kind of continue them. Mm-hmm. And then also, okay, one more thing. I also, I realized, I think one big thing for me in high school was that I I spent a lot of time being like, okay, you know, who's Todd? You know, like, how am I going to, like, develop myself so that way I can be, like, a better person? And I thought a lot about that in high school. And I have to admit that I have honestly stopped thinking about that stuff or, like, that sort of line of thought freshman and sophomore year just because I've been so busy and I've been like, okay, pre-med grind set you know it's mm-hmm. like i have Pre-med to do all Todd. these things and it's just like i stopped thinking about it and so one thing i realized this semester was like oh man like i stopped thinking about that so now oh. i feel like i've been trying to not necessarily worry about myself as a pre-med because i think i'm hitting the right spots and now i just need to be a better real a better Todd. Me. Yeah, yeah i actually i honestly feel like i just went through that because i was well i took the mcat in april but when i was studying for it I stayed for like five and a half months. I was on that <laughs> MCAT that. grind every day. And I was also taking really challenging courses. Um, and like, honestly, during that time, I was like just so focused on studying that I like didn't have as much time to hang out with like friends and family yeah. Yeah. that I feel like I also kind of went through that crisis of like, so who am I? Like, you know, because being pre-med doesn't define you, but sometimes it feels like it does when you, when so much of your life wraps around it. Um, so I definitely feel like I kind of went through that where I was like, okay, who am I? Cause all I was thinking about was like studying for school and stuff like that. But now that that's kind of over for me, um, or like I took the MCAT at least, um, I've just like had more time to like balance my life. And I think that I've had more time to reflect on like who I am and just like lean into more of my hobbies that aren't like necessarily involved with like medicine which is really nice so yeah michelle knows um i've been living my best life lately (laughs) no i met this girl when she was studying for the mcat (laughs) and like low-key like when we would our quote-unquote hangouts would be us and swenson studying together like we would just do our own things but that was us hanging out for the first like two Mm. months of knowing her and then it wasn't until like this school year where you know you Okay, it was kind of weird, too, because I was studying for the MCAT when you were done taking mm-hmm. it. And so, like, I want to say, like, this school year, 
was when we actually started becoming friends. Yeah, it's no. like two months until you're like, oh, so what's your name? I don't know <laughs> yeah. We were strictly no, coworkers. We, we were coworkers because we were, we were SIs together. Mm. Um, for bio to eight, but we we always joke that we weren't friends until yeah. recently because yeah. we like didn't hang out. We're we were just studying together. Yet, guys. <laughs> we're classmates. Yeah. We're classmates. We we're haven't peers. hung out. Not you're, you're, no, as Kevin says, you're my colleague. <gasps> <laughs> May I ask a question? What's up? Yes. So the way Todd brought up his mom, like you explaining, um, just like what you need to do as a pre med to your mom, kind of reminded me of like, I guess my family and like the support, or lack thereof in like my pre-med journey. So I guess my question for all of you guys is, um, has your family like encouraged you to be pre-med and pursue medicine or have they wanted you to do something else in, in like substitute of it? Mm. I think I could touch up on this just because I'm a first generation student. So a lot of it, when I first got into college, like my mom was very like, oh, like do whatever you, you like. But at the same time, you always got the hint of like doctor, engineer, lawyer, yeah, really? type of thing. Yeah, and that's just like how a Middle Eastern family is, yeah. no matter where you go. My um, traditional Asian yeah. parents are also like that. <laughs> so I think a lot of, but I knew I wanted to do either something in computer science, but also like medicine. But the reason I was kind of leaning towards computer science at first was just because I never did too well in sciences in high school. So I let that kind of discourage me. But then, like, two weeks before school started, I was like, you know what, YOLO. I'm going to go with what I want to do. Uh, and I'm really glad I did that. But look, today, this was actually something I was going to talk about, about like, uh, where I'm at today. Uh, good transition. Thank you. Um, is my my mom, my siblings, don't understand what pre-med is. They don't understand that, like, what yeah. going to med school really requires. Mm-hmm. So when I'm like, oh, I have to go to this volunteer thing at the hospital, or I have to go, do like, pack lunches and things like that. They don't really, they can't really wrap their head, head around that. Um, and sometimes it's kind of difficult, be- especially with my baby brother, because he's <gasps> at like this stage where like my parents are divorced, so he doesn't have that like older male figure to like really yeah. talk to. So, I mean, like, like I think a week ago, he was like, why, why are you, like, never around? Oh. And, like, I only see him oh, nice. no. No. And, it, and it's sad because, like, I try my best to, like, be there. And, like, whenever we're free, I literally, like, whenever I'm, I'm hanging out with, like, some of my friends, I even take him out with us. Oh, that's like, sweet. I, 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 I'm like, whatever. Isn't know. he a baby? He's eight. I mean, oh. It's like, oh, he's eight. <laughs> I, th- okay. I was imagining, okay. like, dude in a diaper, bro. <laughs> like, baby, baby. <laughs> no, I call, I call him my baby brother because it makes me feel younger. <laughs> because if I think of him as eight years 12. old, then I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, you're, you're twelve then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then like, I obviously want to be there for him, especially during the stage of his life where he, yeah. he, he's like growing up. Um, and I try my best to do that, but it's hard to explain to an eight year old like, hey, I'm trying to do this, and yeah. it's very time consuming. And this is why I'm I'm leaving home every day at nine or eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and coming back at ten p.m. Um, but at the same time, it's really cute whenever you hear him say, like, like make sure you get into med school so I can oh have your room because you have the coolest room. Because I have, like, Legos all over my room. Dude, my brother has the best room. <laughs> I mean, dude, the crazy thing is I have the smallest room in the house and I'm the oldest one. Mo is an L person. No, literally, when it comes to the house, it's like you get all the blame. You get, like, everything that's left over. Oh it's just God. like that's just being an older brother. It's either you're bullying your, your younger siblings or you just like kind of suck everything up and you're like, okay, whatever, move that's on. Yeah, I feel that. I'm the so. older I'm the younger, so my yeah, brother took all the too. blame. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that goes back to like the family. It's just 
I'm hoping, like, this is one of those things where, like, it also motivates you, like, go forward, too. It's, like, you really want to achieve this so you could show your family, too, like, hey, I wasn't just doing all of this for no reason. It's yeah. so, like, I'm doing this for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially being the oldest where, like, you're, my, my, none of my, literally my mom didn't even go to high school. My dad didn't go to high school. So, like, being the first one in college and, like, in a way setting an example for my, for my siblings, like, hey, like, I know our parents didn't do this, but we could do it in a way, mm-hmm. um, I think is what makes it totally worth it. And I think with everything, like, yeah, you're going to gain a lot out of it, but you're still, like, there's, st- there's st- still sacrifices no matter what. Yeah. And that's going to come. I think the hardest part about this entire thing is, like, when you go to med school, it's really wherever you get accepted, those are your options and you're just going to have to go there. Um so let's say I get accepted somewhere in like NorCal or even like in the East Coast, like mm. Midwest, right? Midwest. Um, you just named all the parts no. in America. <laughs> <laughs> so, Canada. Like, there's Canada. so many different places you could end up. And I think that's going to be the hardest thing about it because like having a single mom, it's going to be difficult, like not oh, being there. Leaving her alone. Yeah, and yeah. like not being able to help. So like whenever my siblings have like appointments, I take my siblings in the morning to school, things like that. And she's obviously, like, going to have to figure that out. But at the same time, it's remembering, like, hey, my siblings are also growing up while I'm kind of developing my, like, yeah. you know. You're growing yeah. up with them. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's hard to see that because, like, a lot of the, especially with single parents, is you're always there. And you kind of feel like you're obli- you're always obligated to help out, help out, help out. But I think at a certain point, you need to trust that your younger siblings are going to grow up, too. Yeah. And be able to help your mom, too. So that's kind of where I'm with that. But when it comes to medicine, I think I'm in that stage of like overcoming that idea of like, hey, I need to be the best. And like, it's more like, hey, I'm going to shoot for the stars wherever I land, I land and focusing more on like what I want to do within medicine and discovering the different branches of medicine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's making medicine like more beautiful for me, because now I'm discovering like, hey, there's actually an engineering side to medicine where you're able to be this like doctor who's like developing things with different like people that could save lives on a on a bigger scale um like an example of that is like prosthetics um and like bring that art of engineering into it and still being able to test it in clinic like the clinical field and really just going around the place and like teaching other doctors and other like patients about it and i think the the best part about it is a lot of those people that come into come into the hospital or like the medical field for help when when they need those products that are being tested are at the worst possible conditions ever because like if they can't find anything else they have to go for this kind of like product that's being tested so i think that's what makes it worth it but yeah cool amazing that's crazy um my parents honestly uh, like are not the traditional like asian like (laughs) they're not like oh doctor lawyer we're not the same (laughs) there's like doctor engineer lawyer i think <laughs> yeah, that's, a triangle. Those are the, that's right. a triangle. Yeah, that's the Dorito. I saw Slay's triangle. But, but it's, it's, it's always it's, it's always, always an obtuse one yeah. though because it's always like the doctors like super large, and you have like the engineer and lawyer. Yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. yeah. My parents always had a philosophy of just do what makes you happy, which I really appreciated. It was never like oh you have to be a doctor. My mom doesn't want me to be a lawyer, <laughs> and um, valid. I think they always no hate. Yeah, I think my just expressing how much I dislike math made my parents never. <laughs> be like oh it's okay you like you can be an engineer like be an engineer they never said that because uh-huh. yeah and my uh, brother my brother is comp size so uh, older, i guess younger? older ah. so they were like you know he's doing it todd you don't <laughs> anyways you but don't repeat him you don't want to like follow after him yeah i get that but basically like 
I don't know. When I was a sophomore, there was a time in my life where I was like, I'm going to be a tuba performance major. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah. And my parents, you know, my parents were really nice about it. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, go for it, Todd. <laughs> and I think if I was, if I was like my parent, knowing like, knowing, because I know what I was thinking back then, I would have been like, you know what, Todd? Like, the famous. I, I know, I know you don't practice. Yeah. Like, I know that you, you know, <laughs> don't like it as much as you think is like that you do. Um, and basically, yeah, but ba- I, you know, I was appreciative of the fact that they let me kind of think that at least for a little bit before I would like turned into, okay, I'm just, I'm going to do pre-med. Um, cause I was like right after a little bit after. Um, so they've kind of been supportive of me, like in whatever I wanted to do. I love that. Uh, which, yeah, I've really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Never, they never forced me into any direction. Um, and kind of let me find my own way, which I think I've really appreciated. I think the cool Aww, part about that is like, you, you were given the opportunity to explore so much. So now that like you're on that pre-med path, you're really able to look back and be like, this is the right path for me. Yeah. Which yeah. Is and we- <laughs> also like something that's like really funny is uh, the more that I grow up, the more we find that I'm like my dad. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Todd hates it. <laughs> no, really? no I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, it's just like, Oh my God. Because I do a lot of things just like habitually that like my dad does like eating it's cereal like for dessert. Son. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's genetic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like we both eat cereal for dessert and it's like it's not something that we ever like talked about good. or something. Um there was even like this one time, I'll give you the most recent example. So I was like at the grocery store and I bought like this instant oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And I went home like that weekend and I saw the exact same thing oh. <laughs> in my pantry. And I was like, I was like, yo, I bought this. And my mom starts laughing <laughs> because my dad also bought the same thing. That's and really just that's like so stuff cute. like that always happens. Yeah. And like father, great. like son. Yeah. The problem is that like uh, a lot of times my my dad, or he said before that like I remind him of how he was. Oh. As like uh, when he was around my age. And that like makes him like it's just like i don't want to say conflict because it's not like we like actually like argue or conflict or anything but i think sometimes we like we might butt heads a little bit because ah, we're like yeah. but you're too yeah. similar you're stubborn yeah you're too similar that's yeah. what it is I said it. so <laughs> I, said I, I think from hearing what everyone had to say Real. it's clear that a lot of people tend to have those doubts they have those struggles but I think that's where those requirements of like clinical volunteering, like just community volunteering, things like that come into play. So what have your experiences been with that and how has that helped you kind of reaffirm that passion for medicine? Uh, okay. <laughs> I realize I'm going to be the one answering first, huh? I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh. Um, you can go first. I will say I... I'm going to start off by saying a lot of things that I've done, like volunteer wise, have led me to like, no, not this. Just because like, okay, I'm not going to say just because that, but I've done a lot of things where I just wanted to explore different healthcare settings. So like I've followed a nurse practitioner one time and like that was the only like partial yes that I was into. I've also followed a dentist, a pediatric dentist. And although I thought what she was doing was super cool, I was like, I not want to be a dentist. So... (laughs) (laughs) like no hate on dental students but um I don't know I feel like I haven't had an experience that is like yes this is what I want to do I've had a lot of experiences that were like no I don't want to do this so until I follow a pediatrician because like you know that's what I said I wanted to be Mm. until I follow that I 
praying that it is a definite yes. But as of now, it's like it's up in the air. I'm not sure. And I'm just doing all these other things to get my nose out of the way. Um, uh, and I guess, yeah, and like, and I'm totally cool with that because I'm always curious. Like, No, similar to me. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't followed a, a pe- I also want to be a pediatrician. <gasps> yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. 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 Or a hematologist. I haven't uh, mm-hmm. shadowed those yet, but I, I'm sure it'll, I've seen enough of them in my life to. Yeah. To probably be a yes, but yeah, I don't That's know for I mean. sure. Yeah, exactly. There's like so much anticipation built around it that I'm like, it better be a yes. Like mm-hmm. the moment I find a doctor that I want to shadow and just observe them, um, until that day, I'm still going to be like, nah. Not this. <laughs> but I yeah. think that's also a good thing in a way because, yeah. like, now you're able to cancel these things out that you might not be interested in. Yeah. So when you do land with that pediatric kind of shadowing experience, you're able to look at it and compare it to everything else that you've experienced and yeah. say, like, this is what I want to do and this is why I, I want to do this over yes. all the different things. My biggest no was actually my freshman year of college. So I was a, I'm a transfer student. That's part of my personality at Chapman. Um, but when I was in community college, my physics professor was like, hey, um, have you ever thought about working for NASA? And I was like, you're kidding, right? Um, I'm, literally, cool. I'm literally 18 years old. I'm in your physics class. And at the time, or the community college didn't offer physics for like health professionals. It was strictly for engineers. So I was taking an engineering course, essentially. And I was like, no, <laughs> I want to be a doctor, man. And he was like, no, trust me, you should sign up for this thing called NCAS and just try it out. Um, they need doctors in space too. And so I'm like, um, okay, <laughs> sure. <low. laughs> and so I signed up for it and the program accepted me. It was like, it was wow. all strictly community college students. Um, and we, I flew out to Houston, Texas to Johnson Space Center. And it was just like a competition of like, you were put in a team and you build a robot, like a Mars Rover. And cool. I'm like, I'm literally standing there, 18 year old Michelle, <laughs> a bio major. And everyone around me is like a comp sci chemical engineer biomedical engineer like i felt so out of place and that's why that was my biggest no because because everyone there was so ready to build this robot and i'm standing in the back like guys i don't want to touch this thing um but i'll I'll go to the bio building next door like what's going on um but like jump sorry fast forward fast forward like that was my biggest no but i I'm glad I went through that because now that's solidified. I don't want to be an engineer. But I, I think just for someone who is interested in maybe like engineering and not, I think we need people that are strictly thinking the engineering mindset because yeah. what you, you even said it, like when they first came in, they were so ready to start building that robot yeah. because of their engineering background. But you coming in and not really knowing what's happening gives you a more general wide view on it. And you're able to put a mindset or like a view on whatever they're building that they might not have really thought of. Yeah. And that could have shifted them into possibly winning the competition or something like that. Because, we didn't win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because you're in the bio uh, building. From yeah, literally. <laughs> Spoil the ending. No, I literally found one of the doctors over there. Um, and I was like, hey, can I, can I see what you do? And he like just showed me into his office. Like not what he does. He just showed me his office. And I was like, okay. oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> Cool. What about you, Brianna? <laughs> um, I'll say going off of Michelle's point, I think, honestly, your gut can tell you a lot about yourself because um, I, Michelle kind of knows about this, oh. but I have always wanted to be a pediatrician, like, ever since I was little. I've told my dad this since I was, like, probably since I was, like, five or seven. He's, mm-hmm. I've talked to him about this, too, um, where I've, like, recently kind of changed my mind 
just from like shadowing different physicians and I shadowed a pediatrician and I was like this is not what I expected and it was a big disappointment for me because that was like something that I wanted to be for such a long time um and I think going back to what I was saying like your gut tells you a lot um I think that's kind of what helps you decide if like medicine or healthcare is the right thing for you because there are some people who like might doubt it but I think um, your gut can tell you, like, if you're excited to do this, then I think that's a good sign. Like, um, I shouted an anesthesiologist over the summer, and, I mean, I wake up at, like, 4.30 to go, because, like, oh. like, like 4.35. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like, 5 o'clock, I would get up and get ready and, like, have breakfast and then, like, drive to the hospital because I wanted to be there, like, a little bit earlier because they start at 7. Um, I So, I would wake up super early, but I was, like, super excited to do it. Like, even now, like, I would 100% do it every week because mm-hmm. I absolutely loved um, being there. Um, and so, that just kind of told me, like, this is what I want to do. And this is for sure the path that I want to pursue in medicine, um, just, like, working in a hospital setting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I think, honestly, go with your gut if you're on the fence with that kind of stuff, you know? We got it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna open our own clinic. Our own yeah. Collab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good points, Brianna. <laughs> I think as a pre-med, like you have so many different experiences, and I mean we're all like one year apart max, oh, right? But we 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 all have such <laughs> different backgrounds and different experiences. Like for example, Michelle, like you, we went to community college, right? How I would love you community <laughs> college? <laughs> Transfer. How would, how would you say that has impacted your like view on medicine, um, in comparison to where you're at today? Like, coming from community college? Yeah. yeah. How did um, it help you? Talk yeah. about your path in community college. Yeah, I also, can. I want to, like, tack on to that. Like, mm-hmm. how has community college affected your pre-med journey? Um, right. I think that's really important because so many people, when they're going from high school to college, they try to stay away from community college. Yeah. But yeah. I think, exactly. if yeah. anything, that's a great opportunity. I hate that stigma. Yeah, and, and we talked about it last week. We, we talked stigma. about how community college, we think, is, like, severely underrated. Oh, it's superior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, not, why, not, not to bash yeah. on Chapman. I think it was just again, this is all personal. You're at to me. Chapman. <laughs> yeah, not to bash on it, but You're like good. Um, <laughs> this is again all my personal experience. Um I'm not gonna name drop uh, I can name drop Glendo Community College. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> firmly believe that some of my best education was at that institution. Um that school, those instructors drilled me. Oh, drilled me to be like the best student I could be and that carried over into Chapman so like all my all my study habits all my like personal habits I guess or like um not personal but like how I interact with people came from that institution and I was actually Long Beach bound out of high school and then that summer like hi Jackson hi Jackson (laughs) um that summer I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to go to Long Beach. That's not where I want to go. I'm going to go to community college instead. And so I enrolled literally three weeks before the first day of school. Got some, like, uh, got a very scuffed schedule, like 7 a.m. and then, like, 9 p.m. courses. It was <laughs> That's crazy. That's literally me next no, semester. No, it's crazy. Seven, it was so scuffed. 8 a.m. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. But I was, like, I was under, like, Ugh. that mentality of, like, two years here, two years at a four-year institution. I was so like I was just on a grind set um for those two years at community college and I didn't like stop to talk to anyone really like I I don't think I have 
made like solid friends at community college or while I was there. Mm. And so I can't really say much about the pre-med aspect of it because I didn't talk to anyone. Like I was solely there for myself. And uh, Todd and I were kind of talking about this on Tuesday Lab, but I catered my community college career to go to USC. I took every course that I could just to get into USC. And it just so happened that it kind of worked out for Chapman. Um, but I was just so blindsided of like, I need, a, I need to get my bachelor's degree and go. <laughs> like I'm in go <laughs> mode right now. And I, yeah, I just didn't stop to talk to anyone. And I kind of wish I did because I want to like, I just feel like I needed more perspective of just the idea of being a pre-med student. Um, and I'm sure like the, like the classes I was taking, there were a lot of people that were pre-med, but I just didn't care. Like I was solely there for myself and you know, I'm out, but looking back at it, I kind of wish I knew what resources were available for me as a pre-med student. Um, but I'm, I don't regret like whatever I did at community college. And I highly recommend that if we have high school listeners, yes. community college for sure. Yeah. We recommend it too. I think a lot of people are just too afraid of like saying they're part of a community college or something like that, especially when you're coming from that high school to college. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it then you, you kind of, too. I mean, you talk to people in college and I'm, I'm getting a lot of my, my sister's friends who are like freshmen in, in community college or planning on going to community college. They're asking me like, hey, I know you're like a junior in like a four year. Like, do you think it's a good thing to go to community college, all that? I think a lot of like the t- a lot of the time when I really sit down and talk to them, it comes down to like, I don't want to say I'm at a community college. Dude, I was proud of it. I mean, if you really think yeah. about it, everyone there is at a community college. Yeah. So you're I gonna be so around pe- with people that are on the same path as you in a way, or like at the same place as you. So I don't think you should really dictate where you're going just because of the name. It's more about like how are you as a person going to grow, and mm-hmm. how is that place going to help you achieve what you're planning on achieving? Yeah, and yeah. that's I mean that's exactly what I did. Go ahead. No, I was just going to – it's okay. I was just going to say I think if you want something bad enough, you will find a way to get there. And it doesn't matter how you get there. Everyone's path to medicine is different. Um, so I think, like, honestly, if you really want it, like, go for it. And it doesn't really matter if you go to community college or a four-year institution um, as long as you want it and work for it. Yeah. I yeah. think I think Brianna, Mo, and I know that there can be a large stigma against – uh, oh. community colleges just because like we all went to the same like hyper competitive school district and like you know everyone's getting accepted to UCLA like top yeah. schools and things mm-hmm. like that and I think you know so many people are there's such a large stigma against community college sometimes where like people are like scared just to even yeah. say that oh, they're yeah. going yeah when, okay I will say I am guilty of I never made that the announcement that I was going to GCC yeah. I did say that I was going to Cal State Long Beach out of high school but when I made the switch, I never told, like, I never announced it. Only my family knew and my, like, four closest friends knew. Everyone else would just assume, just assume that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, wow. it's great to really be able to dispel sort of that, uh, that stigma against community colleges because I think looking back on it, they're definitely yeah. you know, viable options for mm-hmm. students and maybe even better in some ways like you said some of the best education that you've yeah. ever gotten no, at an institution 100% 100% or, or it was like, like the professors there were fantastic um and yes i it was like peak covid too when we were online learning yes even though it was over zoom i still had a great time yeah. and i mean i don't know if i should say it but like it's i ran away with like some of the best grades i've ever received because of my professors mm-hmm. like they did <laughs> they did it for me and i was doing it for them 
Yeah. Um, it was just like a mutual understanding of like wanting to succeed, but you have to earn it. It's cost effective cool. too. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about um, in community college, check out episode 31. Uh, <laughs> we talked all about community college. But now I want to transition more into the MCAT. That's something a oh, lot of pre-meds do kind of dread. I know Todd and I are kind of, and Nathan, yeah. we're dreading having to take it next to the <laughs> round. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. everyone, except, everyone except Brianna. Brianna's chilling. Exactly, right? Brianna's <laughs> done with that. I mean, going into the MCAT, what was your mentality? How did you study for it? After you took the test, where were you at? Tell us all about it. Okay, Wow. <laughs> Okay. Loaded. I, yeah. I know that was, was a loaded. Question. You could you could do you could say whatever however much you want about it. Okay, going into it, I will say it was very daunting because I'm sure everyone knows like they always say that like the MCAT and your GPA are so important when it comes to like uh, med school admissions. So like there's so much pressure on literally this three digit number that you receive from the MCAT because it's like your score could dictate whether or not they look at your application and stuff yeah. like that, right? Um, so it was scary, but I think, and it was a long process, but, um, I will say like, I feel like I learned a lot about myself throughout the entire process, okay. honestly, cause it was definitely very up and down. Like I, in my, the course I took, they told us about how like progress is not linear, not only just for the MCAT, but for life in general too. Um, like you always want, you always hope that your progress is like a line graph, right? And it's like. Exponential. Like, yeah, I, it's I, like I put in sixty hours and it shoots. <laughs> yeah, exponential out. growth. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, like honestly, I honestly going into it, I thought like progress would be linear, right? I would study every day except for Fridays. I would give myself one day a week where I would not think about <laughs> Wait, it just at all. Fridays. Yeah. Why? <laughs> wow. I thought you. No, I studied. That's crazy. Did you guys not hang out on Saturdays and Sundays on the I library? told you. I didn't. She's like, <laughs> we you told me you were busy on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we worked. You, I, okay, that's why I worked. I told you. Okay, so oh. what I did was I took a, I would study. I had like a a class on Saturdays and Sundays, like online, virtually. And then Monday through Thursdays, I would self-study, like either before school in the morning, I'd like go to the library and study, or I would do it at night after I finished all my classes. And then Fridays were like a chill day, no MCAT studying at all, wouldn't think about it at all just to give myself a break. Um, and I studied for like five and a half months total leading up to the exam. And it was quite the journey. Michelle knows all about it. I would come <laughs> to Keck and rant to her about it. Um, I ate it up too. Because I, I expected progress to be linear where like I'm putting in the work and I sometimes my scores wouldn't like improve or they would drop and it was like frustrating. I remember that. And it was, it honestly took a big like mental toll on me because I was like, not understanding why like working hard was not paying off, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but I and so I'd reached out to other pre meds or uh, I medical did students. Connect who, you to one pre med student in particular. I'm not name dropping, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I you know who I'm talking <laughs> about. I don't remember. Um, you know. I well, I talked to multiple people, and everyone kind of had their own take on it. But bottom line was, everyone told me to kind of trust the process, which is hard to do when you're in the process. Um, and but, you don't see the end goal too. And you don't see, yeah. and you're not seeing the results that you want. But I will say like I did and a couple weeks before I took the MCAT, like I started hitting my target scores oh, I and remember I took that. it. Dude, and I, I was say, for you. Yeah. And then I took it and I walked out and I was like, shoot, I don't know how I did. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. How, I'm not that confident. <laughs> but I walked out with the mentality of you know what, like, I took it, and I'm proud of myself for mm -hmm. taking it, because um, 
it is like a seven hour exam. I so. remember that. Literally, yeah. I remember I was like living vicariously through you when you were taking your MCAT. I remember texting you that morning being like, I think I was late. No, I, I, I don't know. But I said like, oh, good luck, Brianna. Or I texted you after the fact because I didn't wake up early enough to say good luck. <laughs> so I just said, hey, I'm really proud of you for finishing it. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. I walked out and I oh. was like, oh, shoot, I don't think I did that well. But I checked my phone because, like, you're not allowed to have your yeah. phones, right? So I checked my phone after, and I get an email from my research professor oh. asking if I wanted to, like, do a paid research internship over that summer oh, in his lab. Sick. And I was like, you know what? This is, like, a window of opportunity. Yeah. One door closes, the another finestra. one opens, you know? But anyways, <laughs> going back to it, um, a month later, I get my score back, and I, I ended up hitting my target score. It was score, fire. So it was fire. It was, it was a journey, and it, honestly, moral of the story is to trust the process and trust yourself. Have confidence in yourself because everything will work out. And wow. even if you don't hit your target score in the first try, there are plenty of people who retake it until they get their a good score you know i have to keep reminding myself that there's no shame in retaking it too like we're all because the four of us haven't taken it we're all under the impression of like a one and done deal with the mcat but i like i just need to mentally prepare myself for if i need to take it again i will do it again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but i am studying as if i'm doing like a you know, one and yeah, that's yeah. what I had the mentality of too. Was like, ideally, you want it to be one and done. Cause yeah. who wants to be studying for an exam for you know for Bro. so long? But I, I will say, like, as I was throughout my process of studying and then taking it, that month waiting for my score, I was like contemplating signing up for another one because I wasn't sure, and I yeah. I like fully would have kept studying and taking it again there's no shame in retaking the mcat for sure yeah yeah i'm sure like i feel like a majority of people at least retake it yeah. i feel like at least so. I, I feel like I also know. that like, no stats. that journey to like studying and learning how you as a person study is so important for med school as well True. because once you get into med school you're going to be doing a lot of self-studying and you need to figure that out before you get into med school or it's gonna be a catch-up game your first year your second year so being able to really learn that now and overcome that like oh my God, that like extra anxiety, like what is happening? Why is this not working? Like you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Is so important and eventually it pays off. Like, yeah, you're doing it for the MCAT, but it's also a lot more than just the MCAT. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Michelle, you're not taking, you haven't taken it yet. You're taking no. it. A, when are you taking it? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain the story. Okay, let's so this it. Wednesday was registration for the West Coast and it was 9 a.m. on the dot. So I had the website browser. Oh, I remember open. in class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember. yeah. So I had the website browser, like the AMC website ready to go. And all I had to search it was MCAT registration. But I was shaking. Like I was <laughs> trembling, guys. And oh, you weren't here. Oh, so no. you didn't see it. That's why. Um, but I was shaking. So I'm typing MCAT registration and I misspelled registration. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no! And like um, reservation. No, no, like I miss, I mistyped it, and it was like error, could not find, and it quoted whatever I mistyped, and I was like, oh no, shot, and it's like already twenty seconds past nine a.m. Twenty, which seconds. is a lot. It's a lot in registration and so time. When I was able to correctly spell MCAT registration, clicked on the link, and I was in a queue, and there were like thirteen thousand people in front of me within thirty seconds. Oh my! Of God. Of, of, of like. Oh, the window, no like the, the start time of registration, there were already 30,000 people or 30, well, 13,000 people in front of me. And so I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. And so I waited there for an hour. Like I sat all through class anxiously waiting for it to, to put, it was like waiting for concert tickets, guys. Like <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm almost up. And 
like when I got to my next class, that's when I was in. And so I was like, okay, go, 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 find, find a test site. Um, end the day. And then literally Dr. Shu was like, Michelle, can you talk about your SI session? And I was like, bro. <laughs> and so I like put it on pause for two minutes and I was like, yeah, I could talk about it. And I went back to searching and the date that I wanted to take was all filled up. Oh um, I anticipated taking it January, um, of 2023 because I started studying in June this past summer. And I was like, oh, shoot, I can't get a January date. The next one is March. March was all filled. And I was like, oh, no, go, go. I got to take this exam. And I picked an April date. And it's around the same time Brianna took hers, like a year ago. But I'm like, oh, man. I wanted to take April as, like, my cushion. If I, my plan was to take it in January. If I'm not satisfied with the score, take it again in April. So I essentially got my second choice of date, uh, exam date. And I'm just waiting for someone to drop their January date and I slide right in. Like, right. So I, well, like for worry, the so kill, well. guys. Yeah, does that normally happen? It does. Yeah. Okay. I, I told Michelle this because I was like, don't even worry about it. Because yeah. when I signed up, I didn't get my first, I think, it wasn't my top was testing location. Oh, location. Or, no, it might have been the day. It might have been a week. It was, like, not that big of a deal. But it was, like, a week apart. Oh, but I wanted no. to take it over spring break or something. And then I ended up having to take but it you didn't. school. Oh, okay. Which is fine. It wasn't a big deal, which is why I never changed my test date. Yeah. But I clicked the option where it was, like, notify me if there are any openings available. And I would get emails, like, leading up to the exam date, like, a couple weeks before. I'd get emails, like, every day. I'm waiting Even, even with, like, close friends, I noticed, like, yeah. that two weeks leading up to the exam dates a lot of people would start dropping mm-hmm. it just because they don't feel prepared or something like that. Too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So when you cancel like the your registration, do you like get refunded or something? No. Uh, you don't you pay. Don't. don't you get like or partially you... refunded and then if it's too close to exam date, I don't think you get refunded. Oh. It's like a, a month period. out. Yeah. If it's a month before, I think I'm pretty sure you don't. But it's don't depending. Get refunded? Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure it depends on how Tough. far in advance you cancel. Dang. Dude, yeah. I was telling my parents <laughs> that I registered for an April date and they were like, "Oh, you you do know Anthony. Uh, Anthony's my older brother, and uh, for context, he's at a DPT program right now in New York. And they're like, you do know April is his white coat ceremony, right? And I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and I was like to my parents, I'm like, hey, you know, Anthony's already uh, in a doctorate doctorate program. I'm trying to be a doctor, <laughs> so um, my MCAT first. <laughs> Fair enough. I haven't broke the news to my brother yet. But I know he's gonna be so sad. But do you know it's the same? Do you know it's the same day? It's, it's very cl- like he doesn't know the exact date, but oh, he see. said anticipate it being this week, and I was like, okay, yeah, totally forgot when I was registering. Uh, when I was registering, it's okay. I mean, and he doesn't, it, live, it, he doesn't live here, which is why it would be an issue, right? Because he oh, have to fly. It, yeah, it's okay. in New York. Oh, I see. Yeah. But another date will open up, so maybe you can... Yeah, stay. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to switch to January. I'm like... Yeah. I'm 95% gotta, confident. Gotta get this test over with right now. Yeah, like, what I know it. is what I know. But it's the confidence thing that I'm lacking. So I'm literally taking, like, all of winter break just to build it up. Just to gas myself up. Like, not gaslight myself, but, like, hype myself up. <laughs> um, that I could do this. Because, like, I am very smart. It's just, I get so much test anxiety. And I don't know about you guys, but I... I freak out when I take exams. Like, um, I literally texted Mo last night because I was freaking out about the biochem exam because I hadn't taken it yet. And I was just like, I did the oh. practice exam and I choked. <laughs> I choked. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what a macromolecule is, I guess. Like, what's going on? Um, but, yeah, I just need to build some confidence to take it in January. Because as of right now, now that I, you know, it's in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to take it in April. I'm kind of relaxed mm-hmm. 
and I need that li- like little sense of urgency to like get myself going again. Mm. Yeah, you should, you should just like get all of your practice exams from like old classes and just like redo them. No, so that way no. you know all the answers. And you're like, oh man, I'm getting everything right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at test taking. <laughs> confidence no i definitely understand the test anxiety though i also get major test anxiety where i'm like if i'm super nervous for something i'm like shaking like can't hold my Mm -hmm. pencil my hands get clear me typing but registration no yeah i get it but i don't know i think with the mcat it's so hard because it's it's so much on you to like learn about yourself that was tough um but I will say, the day that I took it, I surprisingly was very calm the second I sat down. Nice, nice. I don't know how, but something happened where I just, like, sat down and I was like, oh, this is just another exam. Like, I kind of had that mentality where I Dude. told myself, I can't tell myself that there's a lot of pressure on this exam because mm-hmm. then I'll, like, freak out and then I won't perform as well. Um, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just told myself, like, this is another day. Like, I've been studying for this. I've taken practice exams. It's just another practice exam. All right. So that's kind of what I told myself, and it helped. So mm-hmm. Also, pick a song that you want to play in the car, like, right before you take it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was, like, I thinking about it. Yeah. No, literally, when you said pick a song, literally, on exam day, even quiz day, the only thing I listened to is One Direction. <laughs> I only listened to One Direction, bef- like, building up to, like, my assessment. No, <laughs> that is my, all I listened to. My song is I Came In Like a Wrecking Ball. No way. No There's shot. no way it's actually what's your, that what's your pre-game, in the car, It's your pregame song. Car, no, in the car, when I drive to school, I always, that's, like, in the playlist, I always that's play. That's your guilty pleasure, huh? It's, what do you mean? No, <laughs> no it's just, like, it's but just yeah, super, it's, like... This guy likes Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the night before, as I'm falling asleep, I watch <laughs> Hannah Montana. Hey, don't hate on Hannah yeah, Montana. That was my childhood. Don't hate on Hannah Montana. No, but, like, the playlist, it just has it on there and somehow like before every test it always comes up i think it's because I ha- it's one of those songs i have downloaded so then yeah and are you s- on spotify no you no we're on apple music oh, he's the only guy no, actually guy. no we love apple music and spotify equally don't, don't delete Pandora? our podcast off spotify <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we love spotify yeah. spotify Dr. Pandora. oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, I think there's a lot to take away from this episode, but if there's one single piece of advice that you could give pre-meds out there, whether it's high schoolers, whether it's just pre-meds, what would it be? Let us sing. I might, I might do like, I might say another, like I'll say a goofy thing and then I'll say a genuine thing, but the goofy, th- the, no, this one's also genuine. This one's real. <laughs> um, if you're a high schooler, choose community college and transfer out. And it's okay. There's no shame again in like, taking the time that you need to complete it like you don't have to do the traditional two years at community college and transfer out you can do it in one year you can do it in three years it's okay just choose community college first (laughs) just works yeah i say no shame in feeling lost sometimes because a lot of the times we compare ourselves to other pre-meds and everyone looks like they have it all together but trust me we don't we just appear that way on the outside and everyone kind of goes through that where we don't always know what we're doing Mm -hmm. so don't feel like that's not okay like everyone goes through that so it's completely normal yeah 100 percent. totally well i'm not sure if you guys listen to the podcast regularly but we have a segment called what is the most pre-med thing to say Uh, so what do you guys think the most pre-med thing to say is like what do you hear pre-med saying like a lot they talk about their gpa a lot (laughs) (laughs) so like a like a phrase related to that like 
Gotta go Anything? study OCAM. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. Gotta go study. I've been hearing that a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go to the hospital. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, I say that to, a lot. Need, yeah. <laughs> oh, can I hang out? No. <laughs> yeah, or like or what Michelle said earlier about like, like we weren't even friends. We were just like we were, like, we were just coworkers. Or like all we did, all we did was studying, uh, hanging actually, out for like the first two actually, months. Actually, no. I'm looking at the three of you boys right now. Like, is this our first time hanging out? Are we friends? Well, we're we're still, I'm already friends with Brianna. We're, we're still on school campus. Ah, no. uh, it doesn't ground. count. That's true. Yeah. It does not count. Oh, we're not friends. We'll, we'll hang out we'll sometimes. It's something to look forward to. Yeah, we'll fix that. <laughs> at some point. So I think that, I think the overall like overarching thing that anyone who's listening to this to, it needs to take away from this is there might be people out there who might seem like they have everything down like set and they're for sure gonna get into med school. But really, at the end of the day, everyone is struggling with something, whether it's their confidence, whether it's really just like wanting to fit in or wanting to make sure that they they are doing all the right things. But what matters is you're putting your best foot forward and really trying your best. And at the end of the day, when you look back at it, it's saying, hey, I did try my best. And if it doesn't work out, then these are the next steps I'm going to take to make it work out. Um, And that's what matters. And also just like... You know, having a mentality of self-improvement, I think. Totally. Just mentality. Yeah. <laughs> Win dubs. Yeah. Dubs only. Yeah. Just the idea of, you know, I just want to be a better person than I was the day before. You know, exactly. I think that yep. simple, that small beautiful. steps like that is really well, important. Well too. said. Hmm. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Cash <money>. Amazing. <laughs> Great episode, right. you guys. Yay! Thank you so yeah. much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks course. for having us. This was fun. Oh, this is for the podcast. Um... <laughs> 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 Brianna and I were like, hey, I'm not going to go on the podcast unless the other agrees. <laughs> and so they brought both of us here yeah. because we wouldn't do it without each other. Yeah, we had to get But that made it 10 times better. Yeah, so. yeah that was fun. Yeah. So that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Brianna, Michelle, appreciate you guys. Thank you. To all our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. And as always, episodes on Tuesdays at 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and TikTok. Oh, See ya. TikTok. Yay. TikTok. <laughs> Check out our TikTok. <laughs>